Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we have a very fun conversation with Spencer Saylor, who is the owner of the new pizza company called Wizard of Zaw. This young man just started his business this past year during COVID and has already been named one of the top 50 most influential people in the industry. Hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. It's completely free, you guys. This helps us out big time with the folks who track this stuff. If you haven't already, we want to encourage you to please rate or even write us a review on Apple Podcast. We need as many as we possibly can, even if it's just one sentence. Thank you for listening, you guys, and sharing us with your friends. Steph, I don't think you're going to be able to hide your excitement here for this You guys, you have no idea how much I've been wanting to talk to this man. I have known about this man for six or seven months now. Yes, you have. And I've known about him for probably two, three weeks now. Because you have not been a part of my pizza connoisseurs group on Facebook. That is true. That is very true. Okay, friends, our next guest is a brand new entrepreneur who is absolutely crushing it. Less than one year ago, this man opened up his own pizza business on Instagram, which turned into a wait list of up to six months. He is the owner and executive chef of Wizard of Zaw. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Tell Us a Good Story, Mr. Spencer Saylor. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) What an intro. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Thank you uh, very much for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you for saying yes to us. Of course. And and forgive my wife, okay, because Spencer, (laughs) she's so excited excited mm-hmm. to have a conversation about pizza with you today. Totally am. So yes. is it true, Spencer, you have a wait list of over 2,000 pizza orders on your wait list right now for Wizard of Zot Pizza? Yeah. Um, you know, I think at its height, which was kind of last November of 2020, uh, the wait list was at about 20, well, about 4,500 people. Um, oh my gosh. And, and so gosh. now as we've opened and been, you know, you bring on staff, you're in your own space, you've max production, we're down to about 1500 people left. So we're cruising right along, but uh, that is correct. Um, there is some, some confusion with some folks about, you know, what is the wait list? What is this? You know, some folks find it pretentious or they're confused by it. Uh, the whole thing really only became a thing because I was one man doing all of this and the demand to actually try the pizza was a lot greater. And, you know, it it takes money to open up a restaurant more than anything, but, you know, with COVID delays and things like that, it's not as easy as some folks would say to just, well, why doesn't he just open up a restaurant? And, uh, you know, that was always happening and in the process, but, uh, luckily the demand to try my pizzas, thanks to public testimonial of folks who had tried it, uh, it just continued to grow and grow and grow and grow. And uh, luckily, we've we've kind of been able to do this unheard of thing in the restaurant industry, which is open a restaurant and then have all this existing business already there. You know, usually right. you're, you're unlocking the doors and you're just crossing your fingers that 
people are going to show up and you're going to pay the bills and you're going to pay for, you know, the build out that you just did that, that costs a lot of money. Um, but luckily we've been super blessed to, to have this group of folks already ready, knocking on the doors, you know, to try it. So when this started happening and you started getting orders in, was it blowing your mind as you just saw the numbers increasing and increasing? Like, and oh my increasing? gosh, slow down. How am I going to do this? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. how amazing was that? Yeah, it, it was a, a dream come true. I um, I set out for this to be totally by word of mouth, almost uh, to pick up like a like a speakeasy type thing, but for pizza, and it totally could have blown up in my face. You know, when you rely on word of mouth, you know, if folks don't spread the word, the business doesn't grow, and so right. it could have gone one of two ways. And luckily, it went the direction of you know the product was good. And so folks were willing to share it and spread the word. And, and it just continued to grow and grow like a giant game of telephone, pretty much. And luckily, folks continue to, to keep getting it and loving it. And um, uh, I don't think anyone's had a, had a bad experience yet, which, which has been great. Which amazes me, right? Because Steph was showing me Facebook posts. Totally, right? yes. How, hey, I ordered it six months ago, just got this pizza. And it's amazing, right? And to me, I'm thinking, how is that possible to even meet expectations when I've been waiting for something for six months? And I'm like, Steph, does this dude put cocaine or something in this pizza? <laughs> because how is he possibly exceeding expectations when they've been waiting on this for six months? Is I mean, it must be that flipping good. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of things. I, I, there isn't really authentic Sicilian-style pizza in Columbus, um, that at least compares to the pizza that we make. And so okay. for a lot of people, what I think also helps is that they've just never had this kind of pizza. You know, this is what I grew up on being from Youngstown, you know, a little bit thicker of a crust. It's not deep dish, deep dish. It's very different from Detroit style. Everybody sees, you know, rectangle pizza immediately thinks of jets or, or some right. Detroit style things that they're used to. It's, it's totally different. Um, not comparable in the slightest. Um, but I think it's that. And then like, like you said, it's uh, it's a quality, you know, testament to, to what we do. You know, we make everything that we can from scratch in house and anything else that we use, we're using locally sourced ingredients in Columbus. And so I think just that homemade aspect and the passion and the love that we put into it combined with high quality ingredients uh, right. really, you know, creates a, a great experience for people. So, Spencer, let me tell you how I came across your information, okay? So, of course, I'm always looking for a guest. I'm on Instagram just scrolling through, and we had just had a conversation with Jenny Britton-Bauer, okay? So, you came up based on me looking at Jenny Britton-Bauer, right? The, the founder of Jenny's Ice Cream. Yeah. And so, I wrote your name down, you know, started researching Wizard of Zaw. And then the next morning, I was like, hey, Steph, have you ever heard of this guy? His name's Spencer Saylor. And immediately, and again, my wife's excitement is, this is not an act, okay? <laughs> this is her every day, Spencer, okay? And when you mention pizza, her excitement level yes. goes to 11, okay? So she immediately's like, is that the owner of Wizard of Zaw? And I'm like, yes, it is. She's like, make it happen. <laughs> and I'm like, Steph, I don't know this dude, right? Like... I will do my best. I will try to reach out to him. And she's like, no, no, there's no trying. Like, make, make it, it happen. happen. I want to talk to that guy. Yes. And I'm like, okay, we'll do our best. 
So that's how well, I came across your yeah, information. Yeah, I mean, here we are. And, uh, it's really awesome just to see how excited you two are. You haven't even had the pizza yet, uh, right. which, which <laughs> definitely will be next on the to-do list. But uh, yes. thank you so much yeah, for reaching out. It, it means a lot to us. We're, uh, like I said, we're, we're a total word-of-mouth concept. You know, we're not really doing any marketing. You know, it, the customers do it for us, which is awesome. And so if it isn't for so folks like yourselves that, that reach out and, and want to have us on, you know, to spread the word, then the word doesn't spread. So thank you so much. We're uh, happy to be talking about our story. So here's the cool part about you, Spencer. Like your pizza's phenomenal. Everyone on the Pizza Connoisseurs has just raved about the pizza, but they've also raved about you. How kind you are, how appreciative you are, which I think makes such a difference. You basically love on people as soon as they walk in your door and just show them such a gratitude that they've waited this long. Like they love to support you. Yes. And then, and then, okay, you guys, this is so cool. (laughs) So he has this pizza. He drizzles this like hot honey on it. Then he gives you like a little box of lemon heads, which is so cool. And then y'all, like you can't just look up Wizard of Zaw. Okay, where's this place at? Everything's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret, which yeah. is so cool. So let's talk about all the things I've just discussed. Let's yeah. talk about the lemon heads, <laughs> like where that came about, how everything's a secret, which is such a cool concept. Go. So wait, okay, hold on. So <laughs> all of it. Okay, Spencer, she just threw like a ton of five things. fastballs. I, I think that I you took it all in. I think okay. I did. He, right. he was on it. So I guess first thing is, is it true? You don't share your address, correct, with people until until you inform them, hey, your pizza's ready. Yeah. So uh, even when they place their order, they're just notified of the city they're picking up in. Which now we're in our permanent space, which is in Clintonville. So right. So folks know at least that they're driving to Clintonville, um, but they get an, an another message a day out, letting them know of the actual location. Um, you know the pickup instructions, what door to go in, things like that. And then I'll also shoot them a reminder message about an hour out again, just letting them know uh, the same information. But yeah, uh, luckily I was someone that was able to open a spot during COVID. And, and typically when folks hear that you're opening a restaurant during COVID, they're usually taken aback. But you know, luckily one, the, the pizza industry is doing record numbers, which is awesome. Um, but also the fact that I'm able to go into this knowing what the playing field is. You know, right. I, I know that it's carry out only. I know you know, what we have to do from the health standpoint within the restaurant, things like that, that other restaurants had to totally flip their business upside down and figure out how to make it. And so, you know, it's been so cool to to get to know everyone personally, to expand my family and group in Columbus. And it's just as neat for me to finally put a face to the name as it is for them to come in and meet us. So right. the, the energy when folks comes in is is always kind of zero to 100 just because, you know, everyone's excited. Everyone's, you know, about getting them pizza, them trying it, them, you know, finishing the experience. It's just awesome. Well, it's like a lottery ticket, right? Like their number was finally (laughs) called and they're like, yes, I'm coming, Spencer. I'm coming for my pizza. Well, I, I was amazed, okay, because what you're doing is completely opposite, completely 180 of a traditional business model, right? So like you just mentioned, you're opening during COVID, right? Businesses are closing during COVID, all right? Most businesses would want 
to have a Times Square-like LED screen off the road promoting their business, you're playing hide-and-go-seek <laughs> with yeah. your customers, right? Like, true. So just a complete 180, which is, again, it's fascinating it's to me how cool you concept. do this. It's a very cool concept. I love that. Every, That's very cool. Every opportunity that we've had to do things the total backwards way, we've done it that way. Um, and, and you mentioned a lot of them. You know, another one is the oven that I actually use in the space is made for Neapolitan fired pizzas. So, okay. you know, the pizzas that are going to go in and cook in 90 seconds because the oven's at 900 degrees. Um, but, you know, we had a unique opportunity to get this oven and, you know, I spent a few weeks with it tinkering and figuring out, all right, well, how do I make my style of pizza in this? And it made it happen. And so again, it's, it's just another talking point, another cool opportunity for folks to come in and see a, a cool pizza oven and have more artistry to it and see someone, you know, rotating their pizza around the stone and the fire. And um, yeah, any opportunity we, we have had to, to do it kind of the opposite from normal, we've done it that way. Um, but luckily, all of this has just continued to kind of work, which has just been a huge blessing. Steph, have you seen his pizza oven? Yes, I love your pizza oven. How on earth? Okay, you have to tell everyone about your pizza oven. What it looks like? It's so cool looking. Yeah, it's your, uh, it's your typical straight from Italy, you know, huge ceramic tiled mosaic oven um, that's got the little opening in the front. You've got fire inside and a brick stone, um, and, and so we we got that oven. We actually have a second one as well. Um, that's kind of its its brother or sister. And uh, we cleaned it up. We had it retiled with our name on the front. It's just such a centerpiece to the space. It's where your eyes immediately go when you walk in the door. Right. And, and like I alluded to, it's just, it's a cool way to, to reintroduce the artistry of pizza. You know, someone is standing there with a peel constantly, you know, turning the pizzas, working them through the hot spots and making sure they're colored just right. And, and so it, it, it takes a lot more work than just, you know, hit and go and, and you get an oven or you get a finished pizza at the other side, which is really great. Right. Well, listeners, you should go to his Instagram page. You have to. At Spencer Saylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at this oven. It's what? In the, in the shape of a tomato? Or <laughs> Is it tomato? We, we always say it, it looks a lot like the uh, Super Mario mushrooms. It's got oh, like okay. the, the big red cap at the top and then yes. it's got the, the black legs at the bottom. But uh yeah, it's a it's a sight to see. Um, if you think it's cool to look at, you can't imagine what it was like to move it. That oh, was, uh, I bet <laughs> that was a a challenge. You know, that took weeks of preparation and then uh, planning. And you know, they they're really those spaces are built around the ovens. And so okay. because once it's in, there's not really any it's way not to moving it out. And so the, the places that they came from, we actually had to remove the full front windows, the doors, basically the front of the building was taken off and then, you know, moved and put on the back of a, an open semi and, uh, you know, transferred over and then had to do the same thing once it arrived there. And, uh, it was, it was worth it though. It's, they're, they're such cool ovens and they're beautiful and we're glad, but it was definitely a lot of work getting it there. Oh, I bet. I yeah. mean, because it's ceramic, like the ceramic yep. tile. It's got Wizard of Zahn. Very fragile. How much do you think, how much do you think those weigh? Uh, I couldn't even guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Enough that, like, once it's on a semi, you're not putting anything else in that semi. Like, that's <laughs> that's the weight capacity. <laughs> oh, man. I want to know where your lemon heads came from. 
Yeah. Where did that concept come? So um, the name is the Wizard of Zah, which is obviously a play on the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. And the name of the page actually was started well before I was making pizzas for this business. It was actually a kind of a pizza foodie account for myself because I was traveling so much and trying different pizzas around and wanting to share them. And so I thought Wizard of Zah was just a witty, you know, kind of name for it. And then as I started making pizza, it really attached itself to the business. And that's just what folks referred it to. And here we are now. And so we took that and and we wanted to still kind of incorporate little nods to the Wizard of Oz within our operation, the Lemonheads being one of them. And so it's kind of a two-parter. One, we make Sicilian style pizza and most lemons come from Sicily in Italy. And then the other side of that is in the lyrics of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, she sings where troubles melt like lemon drops. And so Uh, when when folks hear, it's like a a total click. But, you know, for us, again, we like to do everything, you know, very artistically, kind of secretive, you know, if you know, you know, type deal. And so that being one of them that when you find out, you're like, oh, my gosh, that makes so much sense. But until that point, you're just, what's with the lemon heads? Why why is everybody getting lemon? (laughs) You know, it's one of those that. Yeah, I grew up with like at the swim club growing up, but you never yep. you never really get them otherwise, you know, if you're outside doing something at a concession stand. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool little thing for us to give. It kind of reminds us of like, you go to Olive Garden, you get the Andes mints or Skyline does the York peppermint patties or right. the, the different things like that. And so, you know, now folks will hopefully start to associate you know, when you get a, an order from the Wizard of Zah, you get a little pack of lemon heads. That's awesome. All right, Steph, i got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. What's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book? Honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes and Noble. Yes. And? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. With most guests, Spencer, I do uh, a little section here where I brag on you and I give listeners fun facts about okay. who we're actually talking to. Okay? <laughs> okay. So if I miss anything, feel free to correct me. All right. All right. So now, Steph, I don't think you've seen this. No, you would not okay? let me. So Spencer, as he mentioned previously, mm-hmm. from Youngstown, Ohio. Yep. Okay. Is a big Cleveland Browns fan. We love it. Yeah. Right. God bless him. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a loyal guy. <laughs> yes. Me as well. He is a professional musician and singer-songwriter. We YouTubed you. Oh, gosh. I love your voice. <laughs> I, I love the artistry with it. You you were singing with someone else. Chris Jameson. With like a guitar. I love <laughs> the tone. Of, I just loved everything about it. Yeah. I, uh, in college, I, I went to school initially for music business. That's what I graduated with. Um, as well, but but Chris Jameson, who I don't know if you know, he was on The Voice. Uh, we yes. were college roommates, 
and, and became best friends and, and performed together up until the point that he went on the show. And uh, yeah, through my time in college, kind of operated as a full-time musician and, and toured and recorded and, and uh, did all that fun stuff. And uh, ever since graduating, I've now kind of gone into more of a songwriting role where I'll songwrite for other artists and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, I, I love music. It's another passion of mine, just like food. And uh, it, it's been a while. I, that's why I kind of sighed when you, when you said you were checking out YouTube, some of those videos, I'm so young. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but that, that was a, a really great, you know, part of my life. And again, one of those dream come true moments of, of doing things that I never in a million years would have imagined that, that I would ever get to do. So yeah, right. I've still got that music. You can see behind me, I've got the piano yes. and, uh, still continue to incorporate music as much as I can into my life. Okay. Now Spencer is being very humble. He's yes, okay. I think so. Now let me, let me keep going with this. Okay. When I say professional musician, okay. Spencer here, his single with Chris Jameson that's titled 24 seven had over a million Spotify downloads. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Then Spencer opened for John Mayer. Yeah. It's uh that's amazing. <laughs> It, it, yeah, and that, that's, again, like I mentioned, one of those dream come true moments of uh, we kind of developed this uh, rapport, Chris and I, of opening for a lot of national acts as they came through Columbus, um, Pittsburgh, which is where Chris is from, Cleveland area, which is, you know, I'm from Youngstown. And uh, yeah, John Mayer being one of those where I dreamed, you know, up until that point of just seeing John Mayer from the nosebleeds. And then to get to, for the first time ever, uh, open for him and, and see him in person, you know, up close was just, a one of those surreal moments that I, I still don't think I've ever like come to terms with and realized like, wow, that happened. Uh, right. but yeah, it was, uh, amazing. And, and there's been a lot of artists like John that are folks that I've grown up listening to and, uh, idolized from a musical sense and, you know, could remember you know, me sitting by my boombox as a little kid listening to, you know, never in a million years thinking that 10, 15 years down the line, I would be sharing a stage with them. So that that was definitely a, an awesome chapter of my life that I will never forget. What was the phone call like when you found out you would be opening for John Mayer? Like, hey, are you busy uh, next Saturday? <laughs> uh, what do you have going on here? I, I actually cried. And, and this is like <laughs> one of the few times of like the musical career that I had that I remember perfectly. I, uh, it was my freshman year of college and I was sitting in a meeting for a, an orientation leader position that I was going to, you know, help be an orientation leader for the students coming in the next year. And I got a phone call and I, and I could see what the voicemail was. And so I stepped out and went outside the room and, and called them back. And, uh, the woman, you know, with the venue, let us know what she was calling about. And I just like, I was just speechless. I, I had goosebumps. <laughs> I started crying. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even go back into the room for the orientation training. I immediately, <laughs> you know, called Chris, was telling my friends everything because we all looked up to John Mayer as, you know, he was our similar style of music, fantastic musician, um, just on all accounts. And so it was just surreal. And then, uh, you know, got to tell the orientation program because it actually landed on on the move-in day uh oh, all okay. the new students so i helped out with everything leading up to that point and then obviously they were happy to to send me off to do that because 
you know, it was an awesome opportunity for, for the university and the music program to obviously highlight something like that. And yeah, just, uh, I still get kind of goosebumps thinking about it. It was uh, such a cool moment. You're like, sorry, guys, I'm going to lead this concert. I have a prior this, commitment. This music festival, here. I'm <laughs> leading that instead of this uh, moving orientation day. So yeah. I'll see you guys. So what was it like going into the, the uh, what's the it venue? called? The venue. Thank which, you. Which venue was it? So this was First Niagara Pavilion, which I think it's been renamed now in Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. And, and so uh, that was one of them. I was actually at the, the Cleveland, the Blossom, which is in Cuyahoga Falls at that okay. show as well. But uh, I had, you know, growing up in Youngstown, been to both those venues as a spectator for concerts, right. you know, sitting out on the lawn and uh, to see those operations up close from behind and, you know, go through the back driveways to get back there and to share my name and then go, go ahead, go through. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, it was just awesome. It, you know, so neat. Um, Philip Phillips was on that tour as well with him, uh, which was really cool because, Philip Phillips had actually played a few weeks prior um, at Capitol. And I got okay. to meet him and, and work with he and his manager at the time. And so it was cool to reconnect with them and, and then remember me and kind of hang out with them. Uh, the show in Cleveland, I actually watched the show with Philip Phillips from front of house, which was so awesome. Really? Um, and that was my first time seeing John Mayer. And so uh, just the whole thing was just, I, and standing in front of John, I, I couldn't even say anything. If I had tried, I don't think I could have words come out of my mouth. It was just so, so crazy. So cool. So the first time you saw John Mayer was at his concert that you opened for him. Yeah, that was the first time ever. You know, like I said, I, I dreamed and like literally dreamed of seeing him just from the nosebleeds of, of an arena yeah. or, or out on the lawn. And uh, to for that to be my first time, you know, even just from like, during sound check, you know, the place is empty. Right. And to see that, it was just one of those moments that like you dream about and normally would never, ever happen, but the stars aligned and, and we got to do it. And so it was, it was really cool. Oh, that is awesome. awesome. Okay. So let me keep going here. Spencer's grandfather used to tour with Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, similar. Yeah. To that. Um, so my family are all musicians. Um, my grandmother went to uh, music school and then was in charge of our church's um, music program. Uh, my grandfather was a, a famous master of ceremonies. So he okay. was the guy that would tour with the acts and tell jokes in between and introduce them and sing and dance. You know, if you really? ever see those old movies, you know, even like Walk the Line, you know, the movie about Johnny Cash, there's always that host that's out there telling jokes and laughing and, and getting the crowd uh ready to go um that's what he would do so so he would go and entertain in between acts and uh got to tour with a lot of really cool people and unfortunately he passed away when i was one and so you know it would have been so neat to have him around for all those performance experiences whether it right. be for his experience or to hear the stories uh, but luckily my grandma you know shared a lot a lot of that with me, you know, through my years of doing it and seeing pictures and old videos and, and things like that. That is very cool. Okay. Yeah. So transitioning to the business world stuff, mm. started his business in April of 2020. Yep. Then made this past year, the 50 most influential people in pizza list for the year 2020. Yeah. After starting it in April, 
Then, of course, he recently opened his first brick-and-mortar location in Clintonville. Mm -hmm. We don't know where it's at. We don't. We just know the township, you know, the city (laughs) that it's in. So that's all we know, all right? And then due to the overwhelming demand for his Wizard of Zod pizza, Spencer is currently not accepting any new pizza orders as they work through their existing wait list. That's, that's amazing. How crazy uh, is that? Yeah, and, and the, the whole, you know, 50th most influential people in pizza, that was like probably the the mirrored image of the John Mayer thing in music, but for the pizza thing. Because to think that having started the business in less than a year and, you know, kind of like music, a lot of the folks on that pizza list are folks that I idolize from a cooking sense that are world-renowned pizzaiolos, you know, that, that, that included people all around the world. And uh, to see my name on there was just, again, goosebumps, brought tears to my eyes, just so grateful, so amazed. And, uh, and it's all happened so soon still that, again, it hasn't like hit me yet. You know, some of these yeah. moments, a lot of this stuff you don't realize until you're a year down the road and then you look back and go, wow, I can't believe that happened. Uh, especially when there's so much going on for us right now, but yeah, just amazed. And, and for me, it, it's one of those things where if this all happened in a year, gosh, what does a year from now look like or, or two years or three or four or five. And, uh, you know, I, I partnered with the, the team behind fusion and, and they just celebrated their 10th anniversary. And so they're kind of, again, having one of those milestones of looking back and going, wow, has it really been 10 years and look at everything we've done gosh, what does it look like 10 years from now? But uh, we're, we're excited to see what's to come. So one thing I need you to do is settle something between my wife and I, okay? And I, I already think I'm wrong after we've had this conversation, okay? So so I, I, I know I'm wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. But as I was going through your Instagram, okay, I'm seeing pictures of you with uh, the Columbus Blue Jacket players, right? You're handing them a pizza. And then I see a picture of you with uh, John C. Riley handing him a pizza. And then Urban Meyer, you're handing him a pizza, what looks like in his house. I'm like, Steph, does does he deliver? I didn't know he delivers. <laughs> and, you know, Steph's like, no, he doesn't deliver. I'm like, well, apparently he does. <laughs> or maybe it's just selective delivery, as <laughs> I would do. So can you please settle this argument? Do you deliver, Spencer, your pizza pies? For certain occasions. Uh, yes. okay. All right. it's a combination it's pickup only uh, it still is but um, you know back then when I was doing it obviously there would be some crazy inquiries from from those folks that would show up in my messages and uh, obviously with it being word of mouth that was a great opportunity for us to continue to spread the word and, and push it right. out because they've got massive Columbus followings for and sure. uh, yeah I would make a few deliveries here and there to those folks and uh <laughs> They obviously appreciated it as well, but uh, okay. Okay. okay, go, you go ahead. Okay. I know what you're going to ask because so, I want to know. I know. So okay, so you're driving to Urban's house. <laughs> Is your heart pounding? Are you just like yes. this pizza better not be cold? It better not be. I'm going to get talking be, to. It better be on point. Like, are you driving? Like, oh my gosh, I like. There's a cop behind you. Like, sorry, <laughs> officer, I've got to get this pizza so it's still piping hot for Urban Meyer. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a surreal moment. I brought my girlfriend along with me. I obviously wanted to bring someone because it's not every day you get to meet someone like Urban and and be right there in the home and, and hang oh, with man. them. And uh, such nice people. You know, his, his whole family was there. 
um, invited us in. We probably stood there and talked with them for over an hour. Just oh, really? Uh, yeah, telling the story and, and hearing about them and what they do and just everything. It was so neat for them to really take an interest in us and my girlfriend, and um, it, it just meant a lot. You know, his his son in law, his, his daughter's husband, Corey. He's the quarterback coach at Ohio State, so he's the other one in that picture. And um, just great people. And again, it was like, they wanted to know, like, what can we do to help? You know, how can we spread the word? And, and they did, you know, Shelly posted it and urban and, you know, his kids really? and everybody just wanted to help out. And I think that's just the ultimate Testament to Columbus is that's how everybody here is. And that's why it's been so successful is everybody in Columbus wants to support local and see their businesses flourish and see the city do well. And so if that wasn't the mindset, I don't think this ever would have worked. I, I say it all the time. I don't think this would have worked in another city outside of Columbus. And for someone like Urban, who, you know, this is Columbus's home for he and Shelly to see that they act just like everybody else here and they want to help out and they want to see you succeed was just so neat and really helped things come down. Because like you said, you're so nervous. You're sweating. Yeah. You know, the pits are going. Oh, my gosh. And, and then finally, you're just like, okay, they're just normal people. Like we're in yeah. their home. This is their family hanging out. Like families hang out, and we're here to just break bread and enjoy each other's company, which was really cool. Did you watch them eat it? Was your heart pounding? <laughs> uh, I'll never forget. Urban <laughs> took a bite, and he just like took it, like he exhaled, and he was like, "That's so freaking good." Like he did, <laughs> he said it to himself, which was just no so way. Neat. But I was like eyes glued to him waiting, <laughs> and he just he went. That's so freaking good. <laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> well, okay. So I saw I saw this picture. I'm like, Steph, can you imagine driving to Urban's house? Like you and me, we're dropping off this pizza. I'm like, do we take our shoes off? Do we, I'm like, am I asking for a tour of the house? I'm like, do I, do they take me in the kitchen? And we I asked, see, we were thinking all those same questions. Let me tell oh you, in the gosh. car, we're like, do we step in? Do we, do we wear our masks in? Like, because this is during COVID, we're like, oh, oh my yes. God, yeah. like, what do we do? It's probably, do we shake hands? Do we, do I give him a hug? Does yeah. he come in for a handshake and I'm trying to hug him? Like, exactly. oh my gosh, what? But we, what you happens? know, we walked up and, and one of his grandkids actually, they're young. I mean, probably three, four years old, opened the door and they were like, come on in. And we came in. And so it was just like immediately put to bed. Like, okay, we're just mm. here to really and enjoy. And, uh, it was awesome. It was again, one of those moments that I'll never forget. Um, Jim Trussell, you know, a, a former Ohio State coach. He's actually a good family friend of ours. He's he was Aww. there in the kitchen. He was there in the kitchen with with <laughs> Urban, right? Them having well, pizza night. Well, yeah, he's from Youngstown. <laughs> you know, we went to the same church growing up, and so uh, I, I was kind of used to being around like a like a big football coach. Okay, but Urban was kind of different just because uh, he's been so huge more in the years of of my older age. So I understood a little bit more. So it was definitely a lot, a lot more overwhelming and nerve wracking to be meeting him. But, uh, I had kind of had some experience with, with big time football coaches and knowing what to expect, but, uh, such a sweet guy, you know, total nice guy wanting to help, you know, in any way that he could, which was really cool. So what, pe awesome. so what pizza did you bring for him? I think I brought them a pepperoni pizza and a vodka pizza. Okay. Um, so, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. You've got pepperoni cheese vodka and tomato yep that's correct 
So when you're getting these private messages, are you looking at your girlfriend like, you is this won't for real? believe who just <laughs> yeah, messaged that's, me? The first thing I do is always like screenshot, text a, <laughs> <laughs> text a girlfriend, text a mom, you know, like, can you, do you believe this? Look, and, and now them, they're just like, yeah, we believe it. Like this is going to yeah. keep happening. But for me, every time it's so cool because I, I like did a total 180 where in music, it was always us reaching out. Like, can we open right. for you or... or can we hop on this show? Things like that. And now it's them reaching out to me wanting the pizza, which I would have thought would have been the total opposite. But uh, it's been really neat. And it's weird because some of them look at me when I come in as like, I'm the celebrity. And I'm like, no, I'm just this young dude making pizza. I'm, I'm the, <laughs> You are like the person I'm honored to be making pizza for you. So it's been neat to see everyone's reactions, you know, when it happens and, and meet them and well, Spencer, I was just thinking, okay, with you doing selective delivery, as I would do, um, don't be surprised if you see an order come through under the name like Jack Nicholas or uh, Jungle Jack Hanna, and, and that will be Steph and I. Probably. Okay, that's going to be code be. for okay. Jack and Stephanie. All right. Um, and so, you know, we'll have Spencer show up at her door like, hey, what's up, brother? So the, the next no. big pickup, I'll be like curbing my expectations of yeah. could be them. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for more information about Spencer, you can go to his Instagram at Wizard of Zah or his personal account, Spencer Sailor. You can also visit his company website at thewizardofzah.com. Sign up for the wait list so they can message you on when they will be taking orders again. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. I'll shoot you guys a, a link as well with some information so you can get a, a pizza ordered here as well. Um, for sure. Cause I want, I want to meet you guys in person. I definitely want you to be able to try it too. So, Oh dude, we'll, we'll hook you up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I'm you just made one. Oh say. my gosh. You, <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll hang up before I'm I start gonna, screaming. I'm going to hear about this the rest of the weekend. You now. totally are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I'll, uh, I'll shoot I'm that to you, him to you right, right now. now. So you've got it. Oh and, my uh, God. Go on, book, and uh, we'll then hopefully meet you next week. Oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> Love to meet Spencer. Oh Even better. We'll take a picture. Oh we'll take gosh, a picture of Spencer. Yes! Oh yeah, my gosh! I'm so freaking excited, Spencer. <laughs> okay. Thank and, you. And Spencer, as you can probably guess, my wife is a hugger. Okay. I will do my best not to hug, though. If I know. If you prefer social distancing, please, <laughs> you know, shoot me a message, and I'll I'm try gonna... to keep her calm. Otherwise, you're praying at a bear hug from my wife. When That's all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm the same. Man. This was amazing. Thank you for saying yes to us. Of course. Thank you so much. Cannot thank you guys enough for helping spread the word, and hopefully, we'll get you some pizza here soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to support this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review this episode. Also, for those who have asked us how to financially support, you can go to kevinandsteph.com and order one of our books of You Met Her Where. Thank you so much for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. Tell us a good story.